Mama, I hear your desire to be a good role model to your teenage daughter. You want to make sure what she sees, hears, does is a reflection of what you have done and shown for her. After all, you are her mom. In this episode, I share some wisdom with you that will guide you in being the role model you desire to be as a mom raising teen girls. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. I love reviews. Have I ever told you that? And it's been a while since I've shared one and I wanted to share this one to you from Carrie of Mom Wife Career Life Podcast. She's a fellow podcast sister, but also a mom of teens. She says, a must listen for anyone with teenage girls. I have two teenager daughters, and this is the time in every girl's life where they are the most self-conscious. Trying to navigate middle school and then high school, becoming more independent and growing into the person they are meant to be. This podcast provides tips and insights on how to connect with your teens, something that becomes more challenging the older they get. Looking forward to listening to more. Thank you, Carrie. And yes, I agree. This season is definitely challenging, but if you can get through it, it's so, so, so rewarding, right? Mama, if you found this episode transformative, I want you to do two things. I want you to one, share this with a fellow mama in the same season as you are that needs to hear this. And two, head on below of this Apple podcast to leave a review. It blesses me to read them and to hear how it's helped you. I believe it is one of the highest honors to be a mother. Whether you birthed your own children yourselves, adopted them, or through surrogacy, or having blessed, been blessed with a daughter through marriage, spiritual motherhood, or have been given that role. It's with this prestige us moms want to be the best at it. We want to do good and have amazing intentions in raising our children. We do our best, but being human, we can mess up at times, right? Our kids are great at bringing our faults to light, especially in the teen years. I hear this. They are so good at calling us out. Okay, mama, do, do I hear an amen? Yes, they are. They are so good at calling us out. I know when my kids do that, especially my daughter, it really stops me in my tracks. It feels like a little stab that hurts a little bit more when my mistakes are brought up, highlighting what I already know to be true about myself. 
having her see that just makes it a little more painful, right? Because <laughs> she recognizes it. And it's a touchy point for me. I believe our desire to be a good role model is a legitimate desire for most of us, if not all of us. As a mom of a girl, we are their direct influence. As a grown woman, I think about raising my kids the way my mom raised me. When I asked about womanly advice, I asked my mom first. Now, some of you listening may not have had a great relationship with your mom, or maybe your relationship is strained by some deep hurts in the past, but I know there is a woman in your life who have been that mother figure to you. And maybe it's this very reason for having an unhealthy relationship with your mom is what is driving you to be a good role model for your girl. Well, mama, I hear all of you, whether you've had a good relationship with your mom or not, we desire to be a good role model for our girl. And sometimes we feel like it's our number one responsibility to be that for her. But I want to debunk a lie most moms believe about themselves. In order to be a good role model, I need to show up perfect by doing the things that make me great or make me a great mom. And that's the lie. Example, achieving at work, providing a perfectly kept home, sacrificing your career by staying at home, doing all the things on a checklist that you feel needs to be done in order for goals to happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Goals are good. Desires are good. But how we go about them can be a lie we sink in ourselves, right? It's a lie that we can sink into. I love this verse I read today during my Bible time. I usually have Bible time in the morning. And this verse spoke to me when I read it. It said, God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. I've shared in past episodes, I'm a person of faith. I wholeheartedly believe that my relationship with Christ is interwoven in all areas of my life. There is nothing that separates my, my relationship with him. So as a Christ follower, and if you are also a person of faith listening, you know this verse. But I believe this verse applies to everyone, everyone, especially as I talk to you today about being a good role model for your daughter because it's what you desire. So these words, this verse tells me that it's not what you do that makes you a good role model, but who you are. It's not what you do, but who you are. It's a heart thing, not an achievement thing. It's not about showing her but by what you do, but showing her by who you are. Being a role model is not about showing her by what you do, but showing her by who you are. So mama, I'm giving you permission to take a break. Being a good role model is not running around striving to present yourself in a way you think you need to be. Instead, tap into who you already are. 
today I'm breaking down the five qualities you already possess and need to harness in on. Are you ready? Grab a notebook. First one, compassion. I think the best definition I found on compassion is one written by the by Compassion International. It says to recognize the suffering of others and then take action to help. Some examples of compassion, caring for the needs of the homeless with a home-cooked meal, finding a lost dog and taking him home until the owners are found, or caring for a sick parent through the daily care and nursing of their needs. Now, as a mom, when your girl has a scraped knee and your heart to recognize the need to first care for her feelings of pain and then making it feel better by tending to the wound is compassion. I recall as a young girl, I fell quite frequently. Actually, I fell down a lot. It was just me and my brother, so I did a lot of rough and tough things, which I almost always came home with some type of cut or scrape. I can't even recall a time when I didn't even have a scab on my knee. My mom would first, and this is how I know her compassion from an early age was clear, was she would always blow on my wound. She would stop and blow on my wound, and this comforted me. It didn't help the wound heal any faster, but it made me feel better because I knew she understood the pain this wound was causing me. She would literally blow my wound and then give me a hug. And then after that, tend to my wound. It was her heart to want to help me. As a teen, as a mom, and as a teen, as a perspective from a teen, compassion can look simply like sitting on her bedside or holding her close as she cried. And you simply sat in silence. Modeling compassion and showing her to see that firsthand is through that action. Compassion could also just mean, I'm going to hold you and just sit here in this space with you and allow you to cry. Second is kindness. Second quality is kindness. The dictionary version is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. But I really like this one from Inspire Kindness. Kindness is the sincere and voluntary use of one's time, talent, and resources to better the lives of others, one's own life, and the world through genuine acts of love, compassion, generosity, and service. Can you hear the heart in this description? Sincere, genuine acts are the key words here. Kindness refocuses refocuses us back to what really matters. And that's how we treat others. You know the golden rule? (laughs) Treat others the way you want to be treated? Well, it comes out of pureness of heart, right? And ways we can model this, Mama, is choosing to put the shopping cart back to the cart rack instead of leaving it in a parking space, right? So that it's a consideration of the workers that have to go out and gather them and bring them back for other shoppers, as well as other shoppers that need to find a parking space and don't want to get a ding with a shopping cart. You know, as as a mama, 
early on, I taught my kids to always put the shopping cart back. It was an act of kindness because you're considering other people. And another could be paying for a complete stranger's coffee, paying it forward, right? During Christmas time, I've been a recipient of, of a few pay it forward coffees, as well as someone that paid it forward for someone else. Simply because, right? We don't know these people, but we definitely gave them a cup of joy. Maybe it's helping our neighbor bring their trash bins in without them asking. That's acts of kindness. They're sincere and they're genuine with nothing and no expectations in return. And how can we show it directly to our girl? Maybe it's returning her phone a little earlier than her grounding terms deemed. Maybe she was grounded from the use of her phone for three weeks, but you feel in your heart that, okay, you know what? She's kind of learned her lesson in the first week and she was very sincere about it. I'm going to give her her phone a week earlier. That's kindness, right? Maybe cooking her favorite meal. You genuinely, genuinely want to do this for her, not because you have to, but because you want to. The third quality is humility. Truly humble people think well of themselves and have a good sense of who they are, but they also are aware of their mistakes, gaps in their knowledge, and imperfections. Did you hear that? Humbleness doesn't mean that I am going to degrade myself. I'm going to think of myself any less. It's recognizing that you do have good qualities you are embracing who you are and who you're created to be, but also recognize there is room to grow. There's room to grow. Yeah. Doesn't this bring you a relief that you are embracing who you are, but also accepting there is still more to learn? Now, here are some ways to practice humility. Be a great listener, right? This episode, or actually this podcast is about open communication with our teen girls. Wow, what a great way to show humility is by being a great listener. That's what we talk about a lot. Also admitting to our mistakes. We're not perfect. We will make mistakes. But how quick are we to recognize and admit that we've made a mistake? And how quick are we to apologize and ask for forgiveness? right? One daily practice I do is write five things I'm grateful for every single day, five things I am grateful for. It puts me in a place of gratefulness and a place of fullness, knowing that I am confident in what I am provided so I can go out and be open to what's going on around me. I'm confident in what I have, right? I'm full with the things I am grateful for, but yet there is still more to learn and I am aware of that. That's humility. With your girl, get curious. Listen to her without the need to correct her or insert your views. That's a form of humility. Getting curious, resisting correction or your opinion during conversation. Apologizing quickly and asking for forgiveness when you recognize a mistake that you've done with her, right? And that's okay. Number four quality, gentleness. 
In the dictionary, it says gentleness is softness of actions or effect, a lightness, right? Another description is someone who is gentle and wants to help others, even when they have been done wrong. Wow. Someone who is gentle wants to help others, even when they have been done wrong. Right? That's a heart thing. We all have the ability to be gentle. It's in us. But do we choose to be? I am guilty of that. Gentleness can mean approaching heated issues in a softer way. Resisting giving into human reactions like yelling. I mean, it's okay to feel anger and to respond to something disapprovingly. And it's another thing to act on it, right? This takes a lot of recognition and self-control. I am first to raise my hand when it comes to an area I need to work on, and that is my gentleness. I grew up with my parents yelling in the background, so it's very hard for me to break that chain. But to practice gentleness, we must. Ways we can show gentleness towards our girl is through conflict resolution. Right? Refuse to ride the emotional roller coaster with her and respond softly. When we have an issue or something to resolve, how are we responding? How are we recognizing our reactions and our feelings that are like bubbling in us? And are we responding in a soft, undeserved way? Right? That consistent model will benefit both your relationship and your daughter's future model. As a mom herself, right? Like I said, I grew up in a home where yelling was frequent from my own childhood, and having to break the chain isn't easy, right? But it is possible as we tap into the quality of gentleness. Number five, patience. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay. Trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset, right? But I truly believe it's more than just tolerating patience. At a heart level, is more than just tolerating something. The type of patience, to me, is more about waiting, believing the capacity of the person and the capability of the person you're waiting on, you're having patience with, choosing to be okay. Initial failures and still being hopeful. Doesn't that change the definition of patience from a a head thing of tolerance to a heart thing of believing in and waiting? Right, it's the waiting. Patience from the heart can look like encouragement, giving space, and the willingness to wait. For me, my patience, as I've grown through the years, because that's another thing I needed to work on, is my own patience and the need to be time efficient. Right, as an Enneagram three, mine is efficiency, and patience isn't part of efficiency. So through the years, I've learned that my patience is shown through my own prayer, my prayer life. I pray over my kids and allow those prayers to play out, and wait for those to happen. So that's what it looked like for me. 
and showing my daughter what patience means is giving her time and stepping back for her to process and her to grow and her to have some type of self-discovery on what's on her heart, right? It's allowing your girl to discover who she is and what you already know about her, right? You might know that about her, but she hasn't discovered that yet. So waiting patiently for her to discover and then celebrating when she does. I recall one time I responded when she she made a self-discovery of something that I already knew were moms. We kind of can see what they're capable of, right? What their potential is, right? And so instead of just telling her, yeah, you know, I want you to do this, I decided for her to discover it herself. And when she finally did, I responded, I knew it would happen. You have it in you. And my daughter asked, well, why didn't you tell me? And I simply responded, because you had to discover it for yourself. Modeling patience is allowing time to tell. And how awesome would that be for your daughter to see that, that you're stepping back, you're allowing her to discover who she is on her own, is modeling patience, something that was within you, mama. So there you have it. Being a good role model is more than about what you do or what you have to do to achieve. It's really who you are. You already have these qualities in you. It's time to tend to them. Which one are you going to focus on this week? If you you can pick between, gosh, what are the five again? Let's go over those. There's, <laughs> there's compassion, right? Kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Which one are you going to work on? And if you are part of our free mom community, I'd love to hear which one you are focusing on this week. Come share it with us. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.